All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I'm your host, Professor Hot Sauce. Returning back to the show, G-Spots. It's been, we just discussed this, man. It's been a fucking year since you've been on the podcast. How's it going? It's going great. It's, uh, I can't believe it's been that long, actually. It was over a year, so. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because last time we spoke, we were talking about bachelor parties. We were talking about relationship stages. And one of the things that you said is you said, Hopefully I don't have to do another first date again. And our boy G-Spot popped the question, get married. That must be pretty exciting. Yeah, so it's funny that we did the thing on bachelor parties because we're going on one in April, which is coming up here. So yeah. Look out, Vegas. We're coming for you. (laughs) It's going to be good. I'm going to bring my podcast gear down for that. I think it might be a pretty good time. Oh, God, there's going to be stories. (laughs) Hopefully we can capture them somewhat live. So what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about breakup stories. Now this could open up some old wounds. I'm (laughs) I'm not sure I'm mentally prepared for this, but I got uh, a few stories that I want to share. And then G-Spot, you know, I want to hear, hear your history a little bit as well. Yeah, for sure. We've all got a couple. Yeah, we've all got, uh, we've all got pass, right? So first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to take a couple of drinks. Hmm. Actually, you want to do me a favor? We didn't have this wheel. Okay. We got a wheel. We got a bunch of shit on it. Yeah. You want to spin it and then let the audience know what it lands on and then we'll do what it says. All right. Let's go. That was (laughs) maybe the worst spin. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What does it say? It says drink. Drink. All right. Here. Cheers. I got to open this. Oh, you're opening yours too. Yeah. It's fresh. That is a beautiful sound. Oh, speaking of which, thank you to our sponsors, Churchill Beer. We're enjoying one right now. So I want to take you back. Which one do I want to talk about? So I want to talk about one where I did the breaking up. And this was probably, well, I don't want to rank my breakups, but this one was a bad one. This was a bad one. And the reason I say it's bad is because I knew I wanted to break up with this person before I really even started dating them. so initially what happened with this girl is i picked her up at a bar she she's super hot i was like this girl is fucking amazing i was planning out all my moves on her and i got in just the way i wanted to and then we're sitting down at the at the bar top and all of a sudden i see her lock screen and i see two young children standing next to her i'm like ah fuck she's married She's totally married. I'm like, this is not gonna, this is not gonna work. Yeah. But then as it progressed, I was like, okay, well, I can't just bail now because now I'm gonna seem like I didn't want to seem like an asshole. Like that's yeah, all of course, I was into. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't be, right? But I, yeah, that is all really I thought I was <laughs> yeah. into. And anyway, as as it progressed, it was like, oh man, this chick's super cool. And so. All of a sudden, that that evolved. It was like, all right, well, I want to chat with you more, see what happens. As the night goes on, one of my buddies does a super solid wingman move. A girl who uh, was coming to talk to me. She apparently saw me and was like beeline over. And then my buddy says, hey, hot sauce is busy right now. (laughs) Don't fucking go talk to him. And he totally probably saved my ass from picking up that girl. Because if he didn't intervene... 
it was the mother hen situation. Yeah. But she didn't even realize that she was being the mother hen and it was going to happen and it was totally going to cock block me that night. So anyway, the night goes on. We start making out. Things are good. At the end of the night, it's like, all right, what's up now? Let's cat back to your place. So we go over to her place. We do the whole nine yards, wake up the next morning. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, what did I just do? I don't do this. I don't do this. I just got divorced. So we didn't even know each other really. Then we have breakfast together. We get to know each other. She's like, yeah, I just went through this divorce, like this whole one night stand thing. I'm not really used to, like, what do we do? Do we exchange numbers? (laughs) Do we talk a little bit more about who we are type of thing? And I was like, yeah, you know, I like you. You're cool. Just so you know, I'm not really into the whole dating scene. And I just throw that out there. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And she was like, but I'd love to hang out. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I like you. You're you're my type of girl type yeah. of thing. So it ends up happening that it goes into a relationship. One thing led to another. One thing led to another. <laughs> and the whole time... I feel like throughout the entire history of our relationship, we were constantly trying to define what we were to each other. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we were ever once on the same page looking back at it. Like at at, at the beginning, I was just, I was a fuck boy, right? (laughs) All I wanted to do was fuck as many women as possible. And even while we were together, I was, I was doing it. I'm not going to lie. I was doing it. And she even told me because I constantly said this to her, that I didn't want a relationship. She's like, you know what? I'm cool if you fuck other women. I just want to know. And she says, have you been with anyone since we've been together? And I said, yes. Yeah. And she asked this question while we were having sex. Ooh. Right? (laughs) And as this is happening, I said, yeah. And she says, well, when? I said, last weekend. And I could see immediately. You know in that Simpsons episode? You watch Simpsons? Yeah. You know when Lisa and Ralph are dating and Bart's like recording the Crusty of the Clown show and he's like, this is really cool. You can pinpoint the exact moment his heart breaks into. Yeah. That was, I have that vision in my mind. Yeah, when her I, heart broke I into. Could, yeah, she was looking in my eye and my dick's inside of her and I'm looking down at her and I could see her heartbreak and I'm like, holy fuck, this is, this is, this sucks. This yeah. really sucks. So then... I think we kind of switched places. Then I had a hard... Like switch places like you, she went on top? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the sex stopped at that point. Yeah. I was like, I was going to say, like, did you finish or no, how did that end? <laughs> no, not really. So then it was kind of like, all right, now I need to have an honest conversation with myself because now I'm hurting somebody that I really don't want to hurt. And that's not cool. And I never yeah. really wanted it to even get to that stage. So then I... I had to have an honest conversation with myself. I was like, you know what? This girl's really cool. She deserves better than that. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm saying to myself, all right, well, maybe I do want to explore a relationship. Meanwhile, I think in her head, she's like, all right, this guy's going to be like that. Maybe I'll be like that. And then so she ended up fucking a couple other guys. Okay. And then I heard about it. And I was like, at the time, I was like, whatever, that's fair. I, I don't blame you. I feel like part of that's getting back at me. And yeah, I was going to say that sounds a little maybe spiteful, but I mean, understandable at the same time. Yeah, and time, I, you right? know what? I, I get it. 
I was like, all right, cool. And then I said to her, I said, okay, now we need to have that conversation. And, and we kind of rehashed and hashed out, here's what we don't like about the situation. Here's what we do. We obviously had a thing for each other. And I had to, again, I had to be honest with myself. And I was like, all right, she's pretty cool. Like, maybe I should give this a shot. Maybe I should give this a go. So then we did that. And then I feel like she kind of flipped into my earlier position where it was just kind of, yeah, we're seeing each other, but we're, there's no, there's no real boundaries on, on the relationship. Anyway, so we never had any real trust between each other just because of how things had went. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time I came home from something and she asked me what I was doing. And I said, I'm just going to go home. And I ended up at a buddy's house party and hanging out with people and she called me out on it and I, I lied to her. I said, oh, I just went home, but I didn't. Yeah. I, I went over to a buddy's place <laughs> and I went to this party and then she called me out and she says, what the fuck is going on? Why would you do that? That really hurt. And she says, if you're lying about this, then maybe I think you're lying about other stuff. So I confided in a couple of buddies and my one friend said, man, if you're lying about shit like that, I know it's innocent, but if you're lying about that, why are you fucking lying about that? Yeah, exactly. And Which is a fair question, right? Like, it, it, it is. And I thought to myself, I said, ah, this, and to me, I was like, this relationship is, is over. And the fucked up thing is I had tried breaking up with her like five times before that <laughs> because I knew it, I felt like it would get to that point. I don't know if it breaking up is the right term, but every time we had like a fight, I said, well, I don't, I never really wanted to date you in the, in the first place. And, and we're exhibiting exactly why I didn't want to do that. And so I cried a shit ton of tears. She cried. And it's basically, she's doing a sales job as to why we should stay together. Yeah. Like selling herself to you kind of like why you should be together kind of thing. Exactly. And, you know, the words she said is like, I'm fighting for us. Like, we're not perfect. Neither of us are perfect, but I'm fighting for us. I'm not willing to give up on this because I see a lot of things in you that I love. And I think you see the same thing. And it's like, yeah, I, I do. I do see that. So a shit ton of tears, crying. And finally, it just, it, it happened. That day after I went to the, this, this pool party, this pool slash house party, I broke up with her the next day and I said, I can't. This is a final decision. I, I know I've said this before, but it's it's just done. And that that hurt. Like even after that, she kept messaging me and I got to the point where I blocked her on every avenue. I cut her off on all my social media, didn't respond to text messages, but I still had the text messages opening and then finally she sent me one and she like she deleted a lot of her folk. Holy fuck. She deleted a lot of her social media yeah. and all like the photos that we had together. And then, so finally she went back on it. We reconnected. We had a good chat. We decided, we realized it was over, but then I, I kind of said, why did you delete me on all your social media? And she's like, well, when you blocked me on everything, I was like, well, this is, this is done. Yeah. I thought we weren't even... But the message she sent to me, she says, you know what? You're such a good friend. I never want to lose you. I understand we can't be in a relationship, but I don't want to lose you as a friend. So we actually mended fences. We were good for a very long time. But, like, I had to cut her almost immediately 
like a full stop, cold turkey, like an addict, <laughs> smoking, drinking, yeah. just pulled the plug entirely on that situation. That was how I had to end that. And sometimes you have to end it that way too. Like it's it's got to be one of those. And sometimes it just, uh, you know, you're able to not reconcile, but kind of mutually agree just to be friends after, right? So sometimes it goes that way as well. Yes. And I did want to be friends with her, <clears throat> but friends, I don't think will ever work with us. It's, it's been a few, it's been a couple of years since that. We tried the friendship thing and I don't know if you've ever had this situation, but you know, we were chatting a lot and I think you can tell when there's something more than just friendship there. Mm -hmm. And I even said to one of my buddies, I said, I feel like we're on a collision path to hook back up and it happened. And we hooked up for a long time together. And then again, we had the conversation. She's like, I'm not, I feel like you're using me for sex. I said, I didn't initiate this. You did. <laughs> but if anyone feels like they're being used for sex, it's, it's me. So again, we cut that off. She ended up in a new relationship. That didn't go well. We saw each other at the bar one night. She came over here. We hooked up. And then I was like, it, it, it was almost like we couldn't not hook up if if we were in touch so finally like a year and a half after the relationship mm -hmm. it was just like i can't talk to this girl otherwise we're going to be on that on that same path yeah so it's like for me there's certain people i can't be friends with i can only be romantically interested in them for lack of a better term yeah like I don't know if I've had the same, uh, you know, circumstance happen to me, but there has been one girl where we've dated for a while. Like it was probably like a three year relationship kind of on off again, broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together. And then finally there comes a point where just, what am I doing? This has to end. Yeah. If you ever come into a, situation like that and you're breaking up there's a reason you're breaking up so what was the reason we just were not simpatico compatible you know we we just had different she was a super nice girl very christian i'm not and you know obviously sometimes that can be kind of an asshole and it was just our lives were just different they were just different so I'm, you said three years you guys were together? Yeah. So when did you realize? Do you feel like you either of you changed? Or may, maybe did the, was there like an event? Because I know when I move in with somebody, sometimes shit changes there, right? Like sometimes there's a certain event that makes you realize, oh shit, this isn't all unicorns and rainbows anymore. You know, like I've had conversation. I remember an ex-girlfriend of mine. Like we were to the point, we, we started talking about kids and parenting style and shit like that, that gets real in a hurry. Because if yeah. you disagree with somebody on a parenting style or even having kids in the first place, then it's like, man, I got to seriously rethink this because, you know, if this person doesn't want kids, but I want kids, that's very important to me. I don't care how much I love this person. Yeah, that's a huge issue, right? Yeah. Um, but I think I feel, felt like, the beginning of this, this relationship was kind of similar to yours in the fact that I kind of knew beforehand 
that I'm like, well, she's just so nice. Like, let's try it out. But I didn't truly think that I wanted to be in a relationship with her and certainly not for three, three and a half years. Okay. So why did it go that far? Why did... Because I let it. <laughs> like, she was just... She was ridiculously nice. And so after the first time we broke up, you know, you're single and it's like, well, there's just nobody else that's that nice. Like she's so, like, she's so good to me. And you kind of get drawn back into that. And then, you know, just one thing leads to another. All of a sudden you're, you know, texting each other, talking to each other, and then you're back together. And then you're in the same boat you were beforehand. And, uh, but truly I, she was just so nice and that's not a great reason to be in a relationship. There's got to be more than that, obviously. But, you know, I was younger, I was dumber maybe. (laughs) And, you know. Maybe more optimistic about. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, when I hear people say, like, if you're breaking up on on again, off again kind of relationship, like, it's not going to work out. And I don't know too many times where it where it has in the long run, but I mean, for some people it does, not for me. Yeah, I've seen it work out surprisingly, and I think it's interesting to your point because I've been in that situation too, where you don't want to hurt that person because of how nice they are, and I think there's something to be said to be, and I don't think this is a bad thing. Get, let's give it another shot. You know, there's this one or five or ten qualities about you. That I just can't get. There's always. There's also five things I absolutely can't stand about you. Absolutely, and and you that maybe grows as the relationship does too. If if you realize you don't want to be with them, you know you really focus on those items that you don't like anymore. By the time this relationship ended, it was like relief. It was absolute relief. I. It got to a point where it's like I didn't even like the sound of her voice. <laughs> like it was that bad and I'm sure it was the same for her. But uh when it ended, it was just relief and I'm you know, I I can't speak for her, but I'm sure she was in the same boat as well. Yeah, so for me, 3 years and you probably wanted to end it way sooner. Was it because you didn't want to hurt her? Was that the main reason you didn't want to break up with her? That's part of it. I remember the first time we broke up, it was at a bar. And like, that's a horrible situation to begin with. So she's crying in the bar and it's just horrible. Like, why would I, why would I think that was a good spot to break up with a girl? It just happened. But drunk? No, oh, no. Wow. It was okay. like just going over for a couple of drinks and, and some food. Right. Yeah. But life lesson, right? <laughs> Not a good place to break up with someone. In public is a bad idea. Absolutely. And just seeing like the tears and the hurt on her end, it was, it made me feel like shit. Like it was horrible and rightfully so. Cause that's a shitty thing to do. So did you kind of somewhat feel obligated from an emotional standpoint to maybe like get back with her because you felt bad about what you did and how you did it? Kinda. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, like the thing that drew me back was the fact that she was so nice. She had her shit together and I was at an age where a lot of other girls at that time, at that age, didn't. So it was, you know, one of those things where, oh, this guy, this girl has her shit together. She's super nice, you know. Yeah, it kind of drew me back in and, and probably for the wrong reasons. So who initiated the second contact? Was it you or was it her? 
It was me. Yeah. So, just so, a random, te- you know, like just. So what prompted that? Just real. I don't know. It was probably just uh, after talking to a couple of girls or whatever, and they were just not what I was looking for at all. And, you know, not train wrecks, but didn't have their shit together at all. And, and you know, just kind of threw a text out there. Just, I don't know why, but that's what happened. I see that's interesting i don't know were you were you lonely or were you not lonely or was it was it her or was it what i'm trying to get at was it her or was it you you know what i mean oh yeah you know it it probably was me in hindsight right like maybe you're feeling a little lonely a little down or i don't know what but uh hindsight yeah it was it was probably me for sure because I think that's that's the thing that fascinates me about relationships. Is it is it actually your heart or is it your brain? And which one's clouding the other judgment? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because for me, the heart is always there. But I look back and I, and I think of myself in your situation. And a lot of times I have texted that girl and I say, is it because I'm lonely? Is it because I'm horny? Or is it because I think this is the right thing to do? And oftentimes I lead with my heart, not my brain. And when I look back at my relationships, I realize the breakup was the best thing I ever did. So now I look back at this girl that I told the story and I see, I see her current boyfriend and I, I hear all these party, these stories, third party, but I hear the same shit he's dealing with is the same shit I dealt with. I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I dated this girl for a long time. I know exactly how it is. These things pissed me off too. And it's kind of like I couldn't deal with that properly. So one thing, and there's a lot of elements to me that are like super important, like kids. If you have that discussion, I feel like you at least need to be willing to compromise and mean it. We're on the same page with shit like that uh, because I'll always put myself number one. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie about that. I've never really wanted kids. I have a niece now. That's fucking awesome. I've always wanted to be an uncle and I am now. Yeah. So I can do all the fun shit with kids. And when the real responsibility comes up, it's like, Hey, here's mom and dad. Yeah. Peace <laughs> out. Yeah. See you later. And but for, but for kids, I never really wanted that. And that's hard for a lot of people to understand. And, you know, women, a lot of women I've been with, they're like, oh, fuck, like, that's a deal breaker for me. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> it's the deal breaker for me, too. And it's kind of like, it sucks to find that out when you're so emotionally invested in, in somebody. So now it's like I try and have those conversations almost right up front because it's, to, to me, it's a lot better to end it and have that short-term hurt. But I feel like if you're in like a four or five, ten-year relationship and you've never seriously discussed those until that time point, things get a lot trickier all of a sudden. Yeah, like I see that in a couple of relationships just from an outsider perspective. You know, you see these people where the, you know, the guy or the girl, they really want to have kids, but the other person doesn't. And then, but they still love each other and they, you know, they've been with each other for a while. And then, you know, a couple of years later, they're still with each other, you know, like their love doesn't disappear. They're probably more in love. They got more, you know, they're traveling all over, but they still have that root 
problem where one person wants something and the other person doesn't. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something like you have to take care of that, right? I'd say not right in the beginning, but like, you know, in the first beginning stage of the relationship. Yeah. And that was one thing I struggled with is because it's like, I love this person so much, but I just can't see eye to eye on all these different topics. And that was really hard because, you know, your heart and your brain are kind of at odds or like two different sectors of your heart. I don't fucking know. Your atri- <laughs> your your ventricle and your aorta is, I don't know. Here it is. They're fighting each other. Your atrium and ventricles are fighting, whatever. Um, another breakup story that I had, this is from the other side of it. So I talked about breaking up with a girl. I remember my worst breakup from a female. And I think I've only had one of these, honestly. Was it the first one or? No. So my first girlfriend, I broke up with her because I moved here for university. Mm -hmm. And she was a year younger. And I was never really into her. Like, I didn't understand what relation. I didn't know shit about anything back then. Yeah, nobody does. Yeah, but I figured out it was like, am am I going to spend the rest of my life with this girl? No. So it was kind of like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Uh, that was a weird breakup. I didn't know how to do fucking breakups either. <laughs> She's like, are you cheating on me? I was like, where the fuck does that come from? Anyway, uh, so the one girl who broke up with me, I'm still like trying to figure it out a little bit sometimes because her and I, and I'll give you the backstory on this. I play, I play a lot of sports. Yeah. You and I know each other from sports. Yeah. Uh, you and I are both hockey goaltenders. Yeah. I I played on this team and she would always come watch these games. Now she has a brother that I play with. She never showed up to the games before and then all of a sudden she's all at all these games. We go out to this bar and like she just has this look that I'm just in love with and liquor's flowing. <laughs> we end up going back to a teammate's house party and then we're sitting on the couch together. Nothing's even happened. Like, I don't even think I've touched this girl before. And then all of a sudden she says, hey, uh, you want to go downstairs to this bed or somewhere else? And she gives a suggestion. I'm like, okay, I know what's up now. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's a yes. And it's definitely a yes. <laughs> so we go downstairs. We have some fun. And then she continues to come to the game and it's like, all right, well, like, I'm pretty sure this girl is my girlfriend now. So this was like the first one night stand I've ever had. Right. So at this point I'm like, ah, this is my fucking girlfriend. Not realizing that one night stands are really a thing. Yeah. And I was super young and whatever, but we do, we do start dating. And I remember one day, this is before really like cell phones are a thing and I was kind of just cruising around on my bike and I was still like, I was still trying to make the NHL and working on the off season in my, in my training. And I was just biking around the city and I was getting tired and I was like, Oh shit. I'm next to, I'm next to Darcy's house. So I'm next, I'm like right a block away and I just pop over. I do the old popping. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, hot sauce. What's up? So we're there and I was like, hey, do you mind if I get a drink of water? She's like, yeah, for sure. And then I'm like, what are you up to today? She's like, oh, nothing. I was like, well, want to just like hang out or do anything? And she's like, sure. 
Then we end up going mini golfing and doing a few other things. She has a huge fight with her sister. This is like three days before my birthday. I end up leaving. She then says to me, hey, what are you, what are you doing for your birthday? And I said, I don't know. I didn't really have any plans. She's like, well, can we do these things? And I'm like, okay. So she says, let's do something like lunch or some kind of I love sports, so we do, like, games, some kind of competitive activity. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. And then she's like, and then I want to fuck you. (laughs) Okay. And I'm like, that is a good way to celebrate a birthday. Yeah. Some would say the best. I'm like, I am down. I am down for this. So then my birthday comes. We start hanging out. I forget, again, something with her sister or something with her family happens. Her mom was sick at the time, too. And there's just something off about her, particularly her way with me. And we start the day doing something. I can't remember what. And I part my ways. I give her a kiss. It was just, again, I knew something was off. About two hours later, she calls me. She's like, hey, can I come over? And I need to, can we chat? I was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, what's going on here? Not really thinking. And then she comes over and she breaks up with me on my fucking birthday. (laughs) She breaks up with me on my fucking birthday. So I'm like, we did half, we've done half of these things. And I call my buddy, one of my best friends. This was, I was in university at the time. So I'm about 21, 22. So this is a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I call my buddy at the time. And he says, I thought you had plans with Darcy. And I'm like, well, what are you doing right now? And he's <laughs> like, well, I'm, I'm, I have a house party, man. You're more than welcome to come over. So I go over there. He's like, what's up, Matt? And I say, well, uh, she just broke up with me. And he says, holy fuck, that is cold. Breaking up with you on your fucking birthday. Yeah, savage. And I said to him, I said, well, it wouldn't have been so bad if she hadn't said what she was she said she had all these plans for my birthday. She was going to do all these things. And then she decided to, to break up. And he kind of made fun of me at the time because this is the type of guy he is. <laughs> my, th- my skin is way thicker, probably thanks to him. But, uh, yeah, I ended up having a pretty good time. And then I look back at it. And, you know, I'm pretty good friends with her, her brother. Ended up going to a wedding and seeing her again. And this is years later. And I finally just said, what What the fuck was that? What was her response? <laughs> and she said, you know what? I'm, I'm so sorry, but I just wasn't as into it as I thought you were. I thought you were getting too attached. And I just, I wasn't, I wasn't into it. And I think back and I, I think to the fact that, you know, she just, she just wanted to have fun for a bit. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. She's married now. Yeah. I don't know if she has kids, but she's definitely married. And her and I talked for a long time. She even talked to me about, like, relationships. She caught herself one time. Her and I had very deep conversations. And one time, I know she was going to ask me about a guy because of timing. I just figured it out afterwards. She was going to ask me about a relationship, and then she stopped herself. And then, you know, she ends up marrying this guy. I'm like, all right, I know what you were talking about now. Yeah, after. After the fact. But it sucks being on the other side. And so that was one of my first relationships. And that was the first time I was broken up with. So now I find it very hard for me to break up with people because I still remember how fucking shitty it was 
getting dumped on my fucking birthday. <laughs> you know what I mean? When she says she's going to do all these, she's like, here's all the things I'm going to do to you sexually in bed. I'm like, this is going to be the greatest day of my life. No, you're getting your ass dumped. Yeah, you got fucked and not the way not you the thought way you were going to. Yeah, she did fuck me, actually. Now that I think about it. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I've had a girl break up with me before, and that was my first relationship. So my first relationship was right out of high school. And we were together for three years. So when you come out of high school, I mean, you don't know shit about relationships. No. And no, especially really looking back now, it's like, wow. Like, we were so dumb. But what happened was we were together, right? And we ended up moving in together. So she was in university. I was working. And after three years, she goes up north to work at a lodge, a fishing lodge or whatever, right? So she's gone for three months. And during that time, probably two weeks after, I get an email. Because there's no texting back then. That's how old I am. Okay, well, just, I think I know how old you are. But again, we're contexting this. How old are you? 34. Okay, so you and I are almost the same age. Yeah. And you're saying how long? This was like, what, what a This would have been like... 14, you know, 13, 14 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So that was back when texting maybe just started for myself on the old T9 word. T9. Yeah. T9, baby. <laughs> we talked about that last podcast too. I'm going to T9 you. Yeah. The flip phone, with the yep. antenna you pull out. Yeah. Yeah. It, this one was pretty sweet because it, it had a camera on it. First of its oh, kind. Oh, shit. Yeah. So the LG Shine, it was called. But anyway, so I get this email. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> Can't stress that enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she broke up with me in an email oh, after fuck. a three, three and a half year relationship. My first relationship Bitches. ever. And yeah, that was a tough one to take. So it's funny you say that because now that I remember this, this, this is very triggering. This is very triggering, man. She, Darcy, when she broke up with me, she broke up with me on the phone. Actually, no, that's not true. She did have the decency to come over. And I was so much in shock that I just said, okay. But I called her back the next day. And she she did come back. So was there any, like, post-conversation or response to this email that you gave to her? Yeah. But remind, like, remember that this was two weeks in of her being gone for three months so <laughs> and there's not a lot of reception up there either right so like talking like it was more just via email you know maybe the odd phone call that's a coward move but it took it took a while to get over man like even when she got back you know just the mind games and after your first relationship and stuff like it it was yeah that one hurt the thing that's fucked about this to me is like you remember this and I will never forget that moment of getting broken up with my on my birthday. And so now it's very hard for me to break up with people because when we go back to our first stories where we, we were the ones breaking up, I feel like subconsciously the way we were broken up with impacts our decision with how we break up with women. Because ultimately I don't want anyone to feel like I did that day of my birthday but honestly that relationship should have ended way sooner and one of us should have had the fucking balls to to do it 
but you still need to do with some tact. Like if somebody's going to do it through a fucking email, that's a fucking coward. I, I'm sorry, but if to me, if you break up with someone, they deserve your time. They deserve a face-to-face. -face, they deserve some form of closure. You should never bullshit them. You should, to me, you should always tell them, here's why I'm breaking up with you. And I've made this decision, but you should at least grant them the respect to do it in person or do it in a way that's not just going to fucking Ralph Wiggum them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. That's, that's a fair statement for sure. Um, yeah, like you got to have, you got to respect the other person enough and respect yourself just to, to be able to man up as uh, you could say, just to, to have a decent conversation about it. Because chances are you both know that, you know, maybe that relationship's over already or it needs to be. So chances are you need to have that conversation. So how did you move on with that? Like, did you ever, like how, how so, so you said it was her gone for three months. So what happened after the three months? Were you just done with it? Did you get over it? No, like it probably took me after she got back so this is like, you know, three months later, it still took me another like six months on top of that just to, just to get over that because there were mind games on her part too, right? Oh, you know, I think we should get back together. And, you know, it was just back and forth and it, it you know, it, it took its toll for sure. But in hindsight, you look back at it now and it's like, no, like that was a waste of time to get, to be worried and, you know, to, to be so caught up in it so do you think that it was her way of being because this is how i feel in that situation i feel like sometimes i realize i fucked up i hurt this person so i'm trying to be nice to them but it's toying with them emotionally as well and it's perceived as a mind game but it's actually trying to kind of mend their feelings in a, in a way too you know what i mean oh for sure and i think maybe that's what people they just think it's mind games, right? But actually, maybe on the other side, you're, you're trying not to be an asshole, but exactly. you actually are being an asshole. <laughs> you're being more of an asshole by doing that, by yeah. stringing people along. And I think that's something, this is my perception on a breakup, is you just need to take it in the face. You need to realize you're going to hurt this person and you're probably going to hurt. I have never broken up with somebody without fucking crying. Honestly, I, I never have. And I've done a lot of the, the breakups myself. But that person, I don't date a lot. Like, it takes a lot for me to even call somebody a girlfriend. Yeah. So if I'm breaking up with them, it hurts. But yeah. I real, I've realized now that it's better to face it. And maybe it doesn't have to be a breakup conversation. Maybe it just needs to be like, hey, if we're going to succeed as a couple, this is a problem. And you deal with it, but you don't do, and it's hard. It's like you're walking a tightrope. You don't want to cross this person's feeling, but you need to get the message across too. And I think that's the, the fascinating thing about psychology and relationships is it's tough. It's yeah. fucking hard. Man. It is tough. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you either deal with the issue or you just part ways. But it's, but that sucks too. Like, I mean, I look back at, you know, even talking about this one girl who fucking broke my heart on my birthday. I miss her. In a lot of ways, I miss her. I really do. Like, she was super cool, and 
you know, we, we're good now. And we talked at that wedding. We had a really good conversation. I finally, after like five years, maybe even longer, had the balls to say, you fucked me over. <laughs> but she said as much. She's like, well, you were so into it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to hurt you. And, you know, it was, she was fighting with her own conscience being like, when do I do this? Because if I, you know, I think in her mind, if I wait longer, it's going to hurt more, which it probably would have, honestly, it probably would have. Yeah. Yeah, like the longer you wait and hold it off, the more it's going to hurt. And, yeah. you know, it goes both ways, right? Yeah. But then there's also those relationships where you're like, you know, if I love this person enough, those are things we can work on. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you got to decide what what you want and you have to both have that conversation of what you are, what you both want and work towards that. Yep. All right. Well, I'm out of beer, so I think this might be a good time to tend this episode. You got any final thoughts there, G spot? Yeah. Breakups suck. Breakups but, uh, fucking suck. But you know, you know, it's funny cause like now I am getting married, right? Yeah. And the girl I'm getting married to, you know, I find looking back on all this, She's kind of the best parts of the main relationships that I've had. So I don't miss, you know, past girlfriends, but I appreciate, you know, what they taught me kind of thing. Because I was able to find her via well, that. Yeah, and I think that's important to say because, I mean, those previous experiences build who you are and then they make you appreciate, you know, kind of where where you've come and it's led you to this right so i mean as much as breakups fucking suck ultimately it's for me and i think what you just said it's led to a better path yeah it teaches you what you want and what you don't want all right we got another guest here holy shit we're in a tie what's up motherfucker all right well i'm out of beer we got a new guest so we're out every sunday g-spot you're a fucking beauty Thanks for having me, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, anytime. You've got to come back on more. Every Sunday, coming out with new episodes. Peace.